What's going on? What's going on? It's the one and only son of Tony, and you are now tuned into the Best Kept Secret Podcast. I am your host, JR. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys are well. Um, Yeah, Halloween. This is a Halloween podcast, even though, you know, I typically try to record earlier. I decided I would drop an episode. Just happens to fall on a Halloween. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys are staying safe amidst this uh, pandemic world and you guys are sanitizing uh, whether you vaccinate or not, that's up to you. You, My thing that I would like to stress using this platform is that you don't get vaccinated for yourself. You get vaccinated for those people that are around you because everybody's body is different. Um, you know, I'm not here to shit on anybody's opinion or what their choices are, what they believe as far as a vaccine. As, as someone that wasn't really fond of the vaccine, I had to realize it was bigger than me. It's not about me. It's about the older people. It's about the kids. If if the vaccine can somewhat slow down or make you immune to where you do not carry it and give increase your chances, I would suggest that people get it. I get it. It's not popular belief. It's not popular opinion. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Halloween, I see a lot of costumes. I see a lot of y'all dressed up. That's good with the kids. Hope y'all stay safe. And yeah, with that being said, we got a lot to talk about today, man. There's so much craziness out here. Um, let's go ahead and get into the show. Best cat secret. What you think? Stupid. I'm not gonna let you get the chance. All right, all right. So normally I always play, you know, I'm going to play an intro track, but today I'm feeling, you know, we're going in, we're making that transition into the weather. So I'm going to go ahead and play one of my favorite songs by one of the most soulful voices in R&B, the queen, in my opinion, one of them, the lovely and talented Faith Evans, You Used to Love Me, one of my favorite songs. Let's go. Best kept secret.
stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance. That was the beautiful and talented Faith Evans, You Used to Love Me. One of my favorite Faith Evans records. And let's go ahead and get into it. So, a lot of stuff going on in the culture. So, 50 Cent. We're going to start off with 50 Cent. 50 Cent performs with Uncle Murder and Tony Yayo, uh, Rolling Loud, New York City. A lot of people are saying this is the return of the G-Unit. People that, for people that do not know what G-Unit, the original, I do not consider 50 Cent, Tony Ayo, and Uncle Murder a G-Unit reunion. I'm going to tell you why. Because the original members of G-Unit is 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, Tony Ayo, Young Buck. That is the original core members of G-Unit. You can insert game if you want. I don't insert game because I know he's not an original. He is not the core original member. He is one of the original members. I'm trying to make it make sense for y'all. Game is considered an original member but the core foundation of g unit started with game i mean excuse me started with 50 banks yayo and buck the original three is 50 yayo banks the new york guys the three new york guys then they linked up they grabbed a young buck from cash money boom insert him then they find game from the west coast compton boom then you have your original 2000 and five 2004 G-Unit members. All right. So apparently they were at Rolling Loud, and they were performing in 
insert here comes insert the baby. So 50 Cent brings out the baby at Rolling Loud, despite uh, them dropping him from all of their shows, not wanting to be associated with him for his homophobic, transphobic, all of those remarks that he made um, at the Rolling Loud show in Miami. So with him being uh, kind of been blackballed, he's been dealing with that situation. And eventually 50 Cent took a bullet and was like, uh, I'm going to bring him out there. And as soon as he brought him out there, they cut the feed. I want to get into this because it's all going to it's all going to make sense to y'all. I believe that the music industry and music festivals are making a concerted effort to reap the benefits and thrive off of black culture. And I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why. If you look at the most streamed artists or you look at the artists that are generating the buzz or whatever, whatever term word you want to use, you have your Tory Lanes, you have your DaBabies and you have the NBA Youngboy. You have these huge organizations and conglomerates that are making money off of the culture and they want to keep them active. All of these three gentlemen that I've named have dealt with uh, weapons charges. Tory Lanez has a weapons charge for the alleged incidents that happened with Meg the Stallion. The baby has an incident at Walmart where he actually killed somebody. He killed a man. He used the self-defense and he was able to, to beat that case. Then you have NBA Youngboy, who's been accused of, not really even been accused. He is facing a lot of gun charges, gun charges in Louisiana and Los Angeles. The reason why NBA Youngboy's situation is because he's a convicted felon. And anybody that knows if you're a convicted felon, you cannot be around, uh, you cannot have possession of a firearm. So this is where I'm trying to connect the dots. I need you guys to follow me. Let's, let's close our eyes and let's, let's use our brains and let's think logically. The music industry is a conglomerate that makes millions and millions and billions of dollars, right? Off of what? The most thriving genre in music is hip-hop. It generates the most, by far. It's not even close. You have these multi-platinum selling artists that are generating millions of dollars, right? But if they're getting in trouble and they're getting put behind bars and their streaming numbers are up, but the, now these artists can't tour, these artists can't make me money, as a label, as an organization, as a corporation, what is your intent? To, what, is your, what are you going to do? You're going to do everything in your power to release these artists from these situations, to make these situations go away, because I need you to make me money. Now we can connect the dots. Tory Lanez. I haven't heard anything about Tory Lanez. Let's think about this. When was the last time we heard about the Megan Thee Stallion? I forgot about it. A lot of people probably forgot about it. The baby. Obviously, the babies did. The babies had plenty and plenty of situations that have got that could have ended his career. He had the the Walmart incident. He had the incident where he punched a guy, a valet driver. He's been in numerous altercations in certain situations. That's like, yo, at some point, what do you do as a manager or someone that is associated with him? But because he makes them a lot of money, because these, let's be real. A lot of the suburban kids that listen to music, white kids, they like the NBA young boys. They like the babies. They like the street music. If you go, if you look at the festivals, look in the crowd, they're mostly white kids. White kids are the ones, the biggest consumers of hip hop because they want to feel relevant. They want to, they want to be cool. They want to be part of the culture. So you have this multi-million dollar conglomerate, conglomerate that is hip hop. But the biggest artists that I need to keep funneling in the money are being locked up. If they're locked up, they're, they're useless to me if they're behind bars. I need them out. I need them to make me that money. They're the ones, they're the ones 
funding and hedging this this cash cow that I need to keep continuing. I need the beef. I need the pause. I need to keep this money going. So what do I do? I use all of my resources to get them out. Then on top of that, there also is a, a certain thing that's going on in what with Rolling Loud. If you're an artist or a musician that's going to eventually climb the ladder and you get offered to go to these um, uh, festivals, I would definitely say you have to move correctly. You cannot be attached to the streets. You cannot have any situations with the streets because the feds are out here and they're looking and they're watching and they're hungry and they're waiting for that wrong move. Insert Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap was arrested at Rolling Loud. He was accused of running of what prosecutors describe as a multi-million dollar drug distribution organization. Obviously, with Suffolk County as their home base county, District Attorney Timothy Sini said in a statement, according to an indictment, the organization ran from about June of 2019 to June 2020. As alleged, the defendants have transported, distributed, and sold more than 100 kilograms of deadly and addictive drugs. Obviously, these drugs are part of the opioid pandemic epidemic. So you have heroin, fentanyl, and other addictive drugs. A statement from Long Island prosecutor is saying that the opioid, that these gentlemen were uh, contributing to the opioid epidemic that has devastated our communities and taken too many lives. U.S. Attorney for the East Di- for the Eastern District of New York. It's kind of convenient when uh, when a person of color now now it's our community. It's never it's never uh, it's never our community when when we're dealing with other things, but when it's drugs involved, and when there's shootings, that start to become it starts to affect whenever it starts to spill into the. Uh, to the non-PLCs, for people that do not know what non-PLCs is, the non-people of color, solely white people. When it starts to get onto their side, that it becomes it becomes our problem. But when we have our own problems, it's that's y'all's problem. It's always amazing, right? So yeah, these are the things that's going on in music. I personally believe if you just think about it and connect the dots, all of these rappers that make the most money, that are streaming the most, that have all these accolades that are bringing in the money for the labels are out on bail. The labels are keeping them off being locked out. They want the money. It's all a money game. This is the squid game. I'm going to keep my I'm going to keep my most valuable assets out of jail because they're making me money. Obviously, you could say, oh, Tory Lanez is independent. Yes, Tory Lanez, but Tory Lanez was still connected in some way, shape or form. I don't think he's fully independent. I think he's having some kind of help behind the scenes. You know, and even then he still was attached to Interscope to an extent, so... You know, you could put an asterisk on Tory Lanez, but the baby and NBA Youngboy, those are funded by major labels. They're funded by major labels. They have backings. You know, despite that, so moving on to NBA Youngboy, right? So NBA Youngboy is facing a pile of gun charges, right, from Louisiana to Los Angeles. He was finally granted bond, but he's not free. So I think this is where the label was inserted in his lawyers. They came up with an agreement, and they came up with nine things 
that are part of the conditions of nine conditions that are centered around his house arrest in Utah. So somewhere in Utah, undisclosed location. They're not disclosing where he is. He has a 24 hour house arrest. He has a built in studio that will allow him to continue working on music. NBA young boy will be monitored electronically at the secret location and will not be allowed to travel out of Baton Rouge, parts of Utah and California for case hearings. He also cannot have more than three visitors at his home and visitors will be treated as if he was in prison. That's it. The visitors must be approved by the judge. So they're running background checks. They're making sure the people that's coming to see him are legit people. The visiting hours are also strict with him being allowed to only have them over between the time of 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. Young has also been directed to not break any further laws. That makes sense. He's already a convicted felon. He cannot possess a firearm. Okay, bing. That's the one right there. He can't do that. He cannot have any, he cannot use any drugs or narcotics unless prescribed by a medical doctor. Now, for those that did not know the conditions of uh, you being out on parole or being, being out on bond, they make these restrictions so tight. They're ironclad. So it's like any, it's easy to make a mistake. You damn near have to be perfect. If any of y'all ever watched uh, For Life, uh, you know, speaking of 50 Cent, that's one of his shows. So one of the lawyers, uh, well, he was, uh, he was in prison. He becomes a lawyer in prison and he helps people. He finally gets released. Well, on, upon his release, the agreement was that he had to be home at a certain time. Guess it. Guess what? He was he was late one time by like five minutes or something. Like I, it, was, it was some crazy number. It might have been five or three minutes or something like that. And he was on his way home. He just kind of got stuck in traffic. That's the type of time that he about to be on. Like he cannot he cannot afford to make any other mis- mistakes. But these these uh, rules that are put in place, they're very ironclad. It's going to be easy for him to break one of these rules, one of these laws. Unfortunately. I mean, and he has to do this for a set amount of time. So, I mean, how long can he go without breaking these rules? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be realistic. I mean, I'm hoping. I want the brother to do well. But, I mean, looking at these nine conditions that I just, it's like, come on, man. Like, you you have to have uh, people that uh, come over to your house between the time of 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. You cannot have any firearms. You cannot have any drugs. You cannot break any other laws. The people that come in your house must be approved by the judge. You cannot have more than three visitors at your house. You can't really travel anywhere outside of where the areas that you are directed to travel like these. He can only make music in his house. He cannot go anywhere else to make music. These kind of seem like it's bound for him to break. them. Unfortunately, that is what it seems to be. It seems to be a setup. But like I said, you know, the labels and people are like, oh, man, this is my cash cow. This boy's bringing in me a lot of money. Because NBA Youngboy is one of the most streamed artists on YouTube. Kids love his music. And I've never heard, like, I'll be honest, I've never, the only NBA Youngboy song that I like is Show Me Your Love. That's the only one. And I heard that off of Ball is Life. You know what I'm saying? And I decided, I was like, you know what? I'll fuck with this. This, this is pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? I like that song. I'm not a huge NBA Youngboy fan, but I like that one song. So, and like I said, he's, he's a black man out here making money, taking care of his family, you know. Can't I can't I'm, I'm always support a black man out here just trying to make money and take care of his family. 
Now, granted, there's there are ways to do it. I may not agree with the ways that most people do it because I always look at it like as a black man, you have to go the right route. I know it's so easy because that's another thing. Another, and this might be another conversation for another day, but it's so easy for us to take the to take the alternate route, to take the, the it's the it's the long, um, not the long route, but the easy route, the shortcut, because we don't want to take the long way home. We want to take the shortcut. But the shortcut always comes with consequences. Dead ends. Dead end street. Time behind bars. Death. It always comes with a price. And a lot of our people do not understand that. And that's one of the reasons, like I said, with this podcast, and I'm hoping to use this platform, I'm trying to show kids that you can do something else outside of playing sports and outside of uh, doing drugs, being in the streets. There's alternate ways to do it because we don't have very many ways to do it. Nobody wants to work a nine to five, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. But I'm hoping that NBA young boy can finally, you know, get his head on straight. He got, he got kids. He got to take care of. He got a family. He got to provide. I hope he can, you know, get it together, you know, but sometimes, like I said, with these, with these uh, conditions that are set, it's easy it's easy for him to probably stray on those because those are very strict uh, restrictions, you know? So I, you know, I wish him good luck and I hope everything works out, but it, it just looks like it's very going to be very strenuous and difficult to maneuver around all that stuff. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. All right. This next topic. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm tired of this lady. But I got to speak on it because I want to give my interpretation of it. And y'all know how I give it up. I'm not holding back. I'm not sugarcoating. I'm going to say exactly what it is I feel about this lady. But I'm going to do it respectfully. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Round two. Fight. Jada Pinkett Smith <sighs> is in the headlines again and not for the right reasons. I am sick and tired of hearing about Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm tired. I don't know if I'm the only man that's tired. I'm sure it's like... Stupid, I'm not going to let you get the chance. It's always something with her. Continuously disrespecting and kicking in Will Smith. In this particular situation, I will give her the benefit of the doubt. Not really give her the benefit of the doubt, but she said that her, uh, her comments were misinterpreted. However, I'm not going to give her a pass because she's made this bed figuratively and literally, and she has to lay in it. Going on your talk shows and constantly bringing up your husband, Will Smith, talking about the things that are going on in your marriage, those things are private. Those are things you do not take to the public. We don't hear nothing from Will Smith regarding that. It's only her. We only hearing from her. And you want to know something that's interesting that I'm seeing within the, in the climate and landscape? None of the women are calling her out. They all support her. They all believe in her. They're championing her. I've, I've yet to hear a female say, you know what, Jada Pinkett, you're doing too much. You crossed the line. I don't like how you're talking about your husband. I don't like what you're doing to your husband. They're quiet. Quiet as a church mouse on Sunday. <laughs> Not saying nothing. This woman has constantly embarrassed her husband, constantly embarrassed Will Smith. And I don't like the way that he's being portrayed. It's coming off very bad, very, very, very bad. And it frustrates me. Y'all got you got this man out here looking crazy because of your things that you're saying, the things that are coming out of your mouth. 
do you not care about this man? It doesn't look like you care. That's not love. The things that you're seeing, the things that you're doing to this man in a public fashion, in a public setting, that's not love. Doesn't seem to be right. You brought this man, you made it publicly known that you had an entanglement with August Alcina. Then you bring him on the on your on your show, the Red Table Talk, and you talk about what it was being with you and the relationships and putting this man on a public platform and constantly embarrassing him. Now you're on this Red Table Talk with Gwyneth Paltrow and you're over there talking about, well, Will Smith and our love life and it's hard to love and things that you need to keep private. What happened to the days where people used to keep things private? Everything is on Front Street. She belongs to the streets. Like, I don't understand it. Maybe because... I may appear to be young in this generation, but I, I go by the old school rules. I play by the old school handbook. A lot of people out here don't play by the old school handbook. They're playing with the new rules. I don't play like that. Whatever you do in your personal life, depending uh, dealing with your marriage and things like that, is supposed to be private. Those are things that don't need to be discussed in the public. But unfortunately today, women and a lot of women today want to put everything on the front street. They want to put it all out there. They want to share. And I'm going to be one to tell you. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. I don't care. Most men don't care. We don't care about what's going on in your personal life. It's only women that look for the gossip and look for the tea and things of that nature to find out. We don't care. So Jada Pinkett Smith, whatever's going on in your house, keep it to yourself. I'm sick and tired of constantly, constantly hearing you in the headlines or seeing you talk about Will Smith. Shut the fuck up. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Respectfully, of course. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing one of the guys, one of the black men that we have that has worked his way to becoming successful and worked his way to becoming one of the most notable men in Hollywood. And I'm constantly seeing him being dragged down and bashed by his wife. It's annoying. I don't like it. But of course, nobody else is going to say it. So I'll be the one to say it. I'll wear the, I'll wear the uh, armor. I'll, I'll take the blunt of the force, whatever. Because you know me, I don't care. <laughs> if I see something and I don't like the terrain, I'm going to speak on it. And, I, and I've been wanting to speak on it, but I've just been sitting there watching it play out. But it's got to the point where even I'm like, yo, I'm disgusted. I'm tired of this. And I think I know what it is. This is a prime example of why we have today. A lot of women are not comfortable being... In the they want to be in the limelight. Jada Pinkett Smith is not on the same level as Will Smith, and she wants to portray like she is, and she's not. Then on top of that, let's let's go ahead and rewind. Let's let's all factor it all in. I believe this is my personal opinion. The things, my thoughts, and my and what I'm saying does not reflect anyone. These are solely my thoughts. I think that Jada Pinkett settled with Will Smith. I don't think. I don't think Will Smith was her choice. I think she wanted to be married and wanted to be with Tupac. It's obvious. But unfortunately, he passed away and she had to move on. This is another reason why men out here are struggling and men are de dealing with. We have to deal with the traumas of other women. Things of that nature. Which is unfortunate. I get it. The love of your life, the man that was probably meant for you, you didn't get him. He passed away. You have to move on. But now you're constantly, there has to be a statue of limitations. You cannot constantly worship and, 
and remember and have a remembrance for a man that's already passed. And every year you're revealing poems and how much you love this man. You're still you're married to another man that how like has anybody even really thought about how Will Smith his mental, how he feels dealing with this stuff. Having because I'm pretty sure mentally he's not there. I'm willing to bet it all that mentally he's dealing with all this stuff because there's no way as a man that you can take in fabric and uh, and fathom and take all this stuff in and not be mentally and not have thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like he has to be dealing with this in some way, shape or form. He has to be upset. He has to be mad. He has to, he's going through it, but it doesn't appear that Jada Pinkett Smith cares at all. We don't never hear anything about Will Smith. If, okay. Let's just say, cause women love to do this. Well, we don't know what Will Smith was doing. What if he was doing stuff behind the scenes? What if he was doing and talking to I me? Mean, what if he was doing and talking to somebody else? Okay. Let's say he was. He doesn't have them out here on TV shows and he's not exposing. They're not out here talking. They're quiet. It's only her that we hear everything from, whether it's her or it's August. Will Smith doesn't have that problem. We don't hear side chicks coming out saying, yo, I did this with Will Smith. Nope. Quiet. Never hear from him. Monster kill. 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 It's only her side that we constantly hear something from. But nobody's sitting here and taking the time to acknowledge that. It's her. She's the problem. But it's okay. I get it. It's not popular opinion. It's not popular to say that she's doing something wrong. We have to champion her. We have to support her. We have to make her feel because she's a woman. We don't know what she's going through. It's always believe all women, women support all women. That is the movement, despite what they do. Look at the situation with Terrell Pryor, the wide receiver. That was uh, the, the NFL player, that wide receiver slash quarterback. He is facing jail time, but his, his girlfriend or wife at the time stabbed him. Make it make sense. Please. Who's your daddy? Someone, please make it make sense. That makes no sense. I'm going to jail, cause she, but she stabbed me. These are the uncomfortable things that I talk about on my podcast that's just out here in the landscape. But like I said, these are the things that men have to deal with. Nobody cares. Nobody speaks on it. But I'm going to speak on it. I'm going to use the platform that I have to speak on it because I want to shed light. And I'm hoping that other people can get in on it and just open their mind and be and just have some kind of insight and get what I'm saying. Now, let me go ahead and say this, because you know I'm going to talk my stuff. There is a there is a, a group of women, or women in particular, that have constantly told me, hey, you know, they don't like how I talk, or they don't like the things that I believe. And you know what? That's cool. Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance. You know, everybody's entitled to how they feel, but just because you feel doesn't make it right. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of this, this culture, this PC uh, feelings culture where we have to believe people because they feel away or they're crying or because they're a women. It's, it's insane. How can society ever function if everybody runs off stuff like that? We cannot run off of that. We have to run off of logic. We have to run off of the facts. We have to run off of the truth. If everybody was in their feelings and we decided stuff off our feelings, the world would be upside down. People would be dead. Things will not get accomplished if we're always in our feelings. That is what I'm that's one thing that I'll, I'll say, because I'm always constantly told, like, oh, I don't agree with how you believe we couldn't, you know, we could never really talk or link up because you just have a different mindset. I have the mindset of a traditional man. I just certain things that I believe. And if you don't like it, that's cool. You don't have to be around me to like it. It is what it is. I'm rooted firmly, 
deeply in the things that I believe in what I see out here. There's a reason why the world is how it is now. It's a crazy, we live in a clown world. We live in, this is the legit Halloween that we're living in. We're living in a crazy world where people are wearing masks and disguises and people are dressing up and acting outside of themselves. We don't even need Halloween because Halloween is every day. You want me to keep it frank with you? But you know, it is what it is. We just live in this world where you, where when you tell the truth, you will be crucified for it. Women want to be told lies. And when, when you come with facts and when you come with data and when you come with statistics and when you come with the truth, you have to, re you have to, you have to face that with how they're, how they feel and all this other lingo that doesn't, oh, emotional intelligence and all these other buzzword terms that they've prescribed that we supposed to uh, abide by. And I don't abide by it. In certain situations, yes, everyone is. Everyone has feelings. Everyone is granted to having feelings. You can feel a way, but your feelings do not determine law. If feelings determine law, I feel like you should go to jail. I feel like you should get the death penalty. We would be in hell. There's, there would not be a world because anytime somebody felt something, we would all be punished for it. Y'all have to get out of that mindset of feeling. Feelings will get you killed. That is that is a fact. That is a true thing. We, we all have feelings. We all feel. And I get it. Women are meant to feel more than others. That's their trait. That is a genetic thing. That is a female thing. Nothing wrong with feeling. I'm all for feelings. But when we when we try to replace feelings with logic. Nah, fam. Nah, fam. I'm not going with that. Best kept secret. Not me. Nope. But all in all, this Jada Pinkett situation. And that's what I'm thinking that's going on. Jada Pinkett is thinking with her feelings. She's not using logic. She's not thinking about Will Smith. She's not thinking about the consequences and repercussions of how she has her family out here looking, how her kids might look at her dad. And like, there's so many different variables. It's like things that constantly affect them. By her doing all this talking about her husband, that could possibly affect him getting jobs. That could possibly affect any type of thing. Like there's things that you say and do that has consequences. She's not thinking. But, you know, the ball is in her court. And I hope that she takes the time and starts to figure it out. She just needs to go somewhere and just shut the hell up for a while. I'm tired of hearing about her. Speaking of ball and court, we're going to talk some NBA. We're going to talk about uh, Russell Westbrook, the Lakers. They played the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the game was, the Lakers were up by 26 points. OKC came back and ended up winning the game. Four seconds left on an inbounds pass to Melo. The ball gets stolen by Baisley. And he dunks it. Westbrook confronts him. Russell Westbrook. In basketball, there are unwritten rules, just like in most sports, baseball in particular. The bat flip is deemed as disrespectful. Some people do not agree with the unwritten rules. Some people do. And I, what I want to close out this podcast with is that in life, there are some things that just don't need to be described. And this goes back to all of the things that I spoke about, but mainly in particular to Jada Pinkett Smith. There are unwritten rules. Sometimes people don't have to leave the writing on the wall for you to figure it out. Sometimes you just got to dig deep and figure it out yourself. You don't always need somebody to tell you. Do I think Russell Westbrook was wrong in confronting him? No, because if you're already up and the game is over, he could have just could have held onto the ball and let it run out. But he wanted to grab the ball and dunk. You know what I'm saying? It's That's an old school mind. Like, I get it. Everybody's different. Unwritten rules. Everybody says, oh, well, you should do this or you should do that. Depends on your mindset. We got a lot of people with new school mindsets and we got a lot of people with old school mindsets. I always, growing up, I always hung around the older people because older people can teach you more. Me hanging around with somebody that's younger than me, they can't teach me nothing. The only thing they can teach me is destruction. They're going to lead me to the path of destruction. Where if I'm around older and wiser people, they're going to lead me to a path. Uh, they're going to lead me to a path of prosperity, wisdom, things that I can gain, things that I can know, things that I can do. So I always hung around older people. That's why I have an older mindset. 
Respect my elders. Doesn't matter if it doesn't matter, sir, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That's not really people just all oh, this manners. Oh, there's people that say that, but I don't you don't hear it. You don't see it. And then unless you're dealing with people, like I said, I call people, sir. Yes, ma'am. Uh, all that. And they'll tell you, hey, 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 you know, I don't I don't like that. And it's like, OK, well, I respect that. I'm just being respectful. That's how I was raised. The unwritten rules. We have to understand in life that there are plenty of unwritten rules. And most people will agree and most people will disagree. In this particular situation, Westbrook didn't agree with the rules. Like I said, if you're up, what is the purpose in uh in, in dunking it? He could have, it was four seconds left, hold on to the ball, run the clock out. He chose to grab the ball, run, and, and dunk it. And then everybody's getting mad at Russell Westbrook. Well, all you guys shouldn't have blew the lead. I granted, Lakers, it shouldn't have blown the lead. But this, like I said, it goes back to how people feel. He, in that time, in that moment, he felt like, hey, I play a different style of basketball. I come from the old school, running up the clock. It's the same thing in football. Like, if you're already up, you're just going to keep, you know, people are going to run up the scoreboard. Then you're going to have some old people that's going to be like, oh, you need to play defense. Oh, you need to defend. Oh, you know, it's whatever. There's supposed to be a mercy rule. Like I said, these are old thoughts. Even, okay, the white flag. The white flag is, is a known concept in, in, uh, throughout war, throughout any type, any type of battle or war. If the opponent waves the white flag, that is, a, that is a sign to cease all fighting. That is a traditional rule. Same thing in boxing. If the, if the towel is thrown in, that means to stop the fight. So we see where, you see where I'm going with these unwritten rules. They are to be respected. You do not have to like them. You can feel, but you have to respect them. And that's where I'm coming at with Westbrook. I respect it. It's, it's a rule. You don't have to like it. But it, these are they're unwritten, but obviously they're known. The bat flip. You don't flip the bat after you hit a home run. If the if the if the uh, coach in the in a in a sparring ring in boxing, if he throws in a towel, that means stop the fight. In basketball, if you're up and the game is over, hold on to the ball and let the clock run out. And that's what I seen with the situation. So my personal belief in this is that Russell Westbrook wasn't wrong. He just has that old school mindset. But like I said, we're dealing with a lot of more young minds than older minds. Everyone wants to fit in, and everyone wants to have a new mind. I have an old school mind, and I think a lot of people, a lot of y'all, a lot of the, uh, the the listening audience, I think a lot of you guys should be open to having an older mind. There's nothing wrong with believing. You don't have to fit in with the crowd. Too many people trying to fit in. Everybody wants to be super cool. It's okay to stand out. I wasn't born to fit in. I was born to stand out, and I think more people should think like that. But like I said, everybody wants to be a young boy. That being said, I appreciate y'all. We'll continue to grow and grow. I love y'all. We're going to go ahead and play this ending track, close this thing out. This is NBA Youngboy. Show me your love. Yeah, you talking about all... Um, best cat, best, best, best cat secret. Hop in your bins. Yeah. The money be calling again and again and again. Don't want to do nothing but win. Starting to think that I'm moving too fast again and again. Told me you love. Told me you love. Show me your love. Show me your love. Let me see that you love. Let me feel that you love. You show me, girl. They got love for a thug. Before we stay down, we go up. Ain't no limit inside of you. With you. Tell me go win, I'm fin too. I'ma show you all what a brick do. Hop in the whip when I slide through Trap house with him built, that's a drive-through Got that money coming in all different ways Feeling like I'm from around They can't see oh, shit. Oh, shit. Why you all up in my business I can show you how to get it You show me 
a lot of drugs I flip it. Just tell me where the shit is. Feeling like stroke packs coming through the mail. I done made a whole lot of binges. Heard them say that they ain't feeling me, nigga. Wanna beef and I'ma go and silly bin at them niggas. But you know I'm that I live like fuck them niggas. Gun daughter, it ain't shit for the touch them niggas. Got a show for a check, got a rush to get it. North side in the slums, I be staggering niggas. Young boy fucked up, I don't trust these niggas. Fuck them me and you, we can go and get it. Covered up in Gucci before we hit the block, hold on, cut on my song. When I pass through the north, let the window down. Not the door cutting up, show them how I'm strong. I already know I want them. Fuck when we pass by time and we make it home. Yeah, you already know I don't play around. You can take your clothes off and turn around. Hop in your bins. Yeah. The money be calling again and again and again. Don't want to do nothing but win. Starting to think that I'm moving too fast again and again. Told me you love. Told me you love. Show me your love. Show me your love. Let me see that you love. Kobe. Let me feel that you love. Feel your love. You show me, girl. They got love for a thug. Before we stay down, we go up. Ain't no limit inside of this world. Yeah. I'ma run this money up with you. Tell me go win, I'm finna. You don't do the shit that a bitch do. I'ma show you all what a brick do. Come and hop in the whip when I slide through. Try pops with them built, that's a drive through. Got that money coming in all different ways. Feeling like I'm from Morocco. Slow down. Yeah. But you better not panic when it go down. Had to tell my mama I'm ten toes down. Forever. But she know I keep a gun every time that I roll. But you already know how I come on stand down. And you know I'ma die if them niggas play around. Gang. I ain't going outside. In my face, girl, you better not tell no lie. Keep it on, set the screen. know I'm right. Yeah. Money come fast and slow. And slow. That's about time we can go. We go. And you'll never know. Oh. Hop in your bins. Yeah. The money be calling again and again and again. Don't want to do nothing but win. Nothing but win. Yeah. Starting to think that I'm moving too fast again and again. Told me you love. Told me you love. Show me your love, show me your love. Let me see that you love. Let me see, let me feel that you love. Let me feel your love. You show me, girl. They got love for a thug. Before we stay down, we go up. Ain't no limit inside of this world. Yeah, I'ma run this money up with you. Tell me go win, I'm finna. You don't do the shit that a bitch do. I'ma show you all what a brick do. Come and hop in the whip when I slide through. Try pops with them built, that's a drive through. Got that money coming in all different ways. Feeling like I'm from Morocco. Congratulations, you played yourself. Who's your daddy? Another one. Stupid, I'm not gonna let you get the chance. Double kill. Monster kill. Headshot. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you, <laughs> we don't care. That was NBA Young Boy. Show me your love. And with that being said, it seems that we've come to the end of the podcast. I appreciate y'all much more than y'all know. We continue to go and grow. If you guys could please check out the YouTube channel and subscribe and like, comment, share. On the Facebook platform, Best Kept Secret, B-E-S-T-K-E-P-T-S-E-E-K-R-E-T, Best Kept Secret. Also, check out the Patreon for the feeling for the vibes. And, you know, I love you guys, man. I love all y'all. I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope you guys are enjoying yourself. The holidays are coming up. Uh, check on the people you love. Um, just be there. And remember to look out for each other. Love each other. Life is short. 
Gary Coleman. If you love someone, tell them you love them. Remember, you can't force people to be who you want them to be. They will be who they want to be. And with that being said, you are now tuned in. You've been tuned in to the Best Kept Secret Podcast, the best podcast on the planet. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there'll ever be. I'm your host, JR. Love y'all. Stay safe. I'm gone. Best kept secret. What you think? Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. We don't care.